want to continue on the theme that we began last week with rest for our souls and security in the rock of salvation. You know, everything in our current world seems to be unstable. Our government is just arguing with each other. Our society is following suit and is just fighting with each other. We face the bad news of every day of new COVID cases, new deaths, new rioting and civil unrest, new political attacks. My wife and I uh, were talking about the the political ads, um, how and how we have no idea what people are, that are running for office are actually for. We only know that they're against the other person running. We don't we don't know anything about what they're what they're for. Um, <clears throat> you know, our culture seems to be zeroing in on this, on attacking each other. There's an old saying uh, that that there are two ways to become the the tallest tree in the forest. One is to grow, and the other is to cut all the other trees down. And, and it it's easy to see what our society is doing right now. It's cutting all the other trees down. Now it might be easy to think that this is something that's only happened in our time, that that perhaps just in our time in human history. But Scripture is full of stories of the people of God facing oppression and facing sickness and crooked political leader, leadership. We're not the only ones that have ever faced times like these, and so it's instructive to see what others have done during troubling times like this. Now, when we do that, what we see is the stories of the people of God facing trouble like ours, and a simple theme emerges, and you've heard, it, heard me say it before, trust God. Put your hope in God, because mankind will always fail us. Mankind is born selfish, and, and the majority of people live their entire lives selfishly. We must trust God and not mankind. We're going to be in Psalm 62 this morning. And, and while I read it, I want you to listen for the themes that are presented and the themes that are repeated because it, 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 go, it seems to go over and over a couple of different themes. So open your Bibles, if you would, to Psalm 62. And, uh, and I'm going to read the entire psalm. I am at rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold, and I will never be shaken. How long will you threaten man? Will all of you attack as if he is leaning on a wall or, or a tottering fence? They only plan to bring him down from his high position. They take pleasure in lying. They bless with their mouths, but they curse inwardly. Rest in God alone, my soul, for my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold, and I will not be shaken. My salvation and glory depend upon God. My strong rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is our refuge. 
Common people are only a vapor. Important people, an illusion. Together, on a scale, they weigh less than a vapor. Place no trust in oppression or false hope in robbery. If wealth increases, don't let your heart set upon it. God has spoken once, and I have heard this twice. Strength belongs to God, and faithful love belongs to you, Lord, for you repay each according to his works. So let's look, uh, let's study our way through and look at this uh, context as we, as we usually do. Last week we looked at Psalm 61, and it begins as a prayer and ends with a praise. But you notice something here? There really isn't uh, uh, this isn't really either a prayer or a praise. David is basically talking to himself here. He's reminding himself of who God is and what God's done. We're kind of listening to, to David's inner dialogue in this. And it, it's clear that in this talk with himself, David is comparing mankind to God. What mankind does, what God does. So what does mankind do? They attack each other. They lie and cheat each other. They say one thing to each other and do the other. Does this sound familiar at all? Does this not fit our time to a T? I must admit that I read verse 4 and immediately think of our current political climate, attacking, tearing down, saying one thing and doing the opposite. So I think it's instructive for us to consider the same comparison. Do we trust in mankind, described here very accurately, or do we trust God, who is also described here very accurately? There's something in the original Hebrew that's not brought through in the, in the English translation. At the beginning of some of these verses, there's a participle, uh, excuse me, a particle, and that that particle means but yet. So in the original Hebrew, we have in verse 1, you know, there are many pressures on me, but yet rest in God. Verse 2, there are many strong, but yet he alone is my rock. Verse 5, my enemies are a real threat, but yet rest in God. And in verse 6, though many will tell me I need strength from all of these other sources, but yet my strength is in God alone. So it, it, it adds to the meaning, I think, of this psalm to study that. So what does it say about God? Well, did you see the repeated themes? The repeated themes are God is our rest. Now this word for rest is also translated be still or cease or peace. It's also wait. So God is our rest when we trust him when we lay our burdens and our cares and our worries and our anxieties at his feet, we find rest there. It also says God is our hope. Now, as a reminder, the, the biblical idea of hope is different than the way we use the word today. We hope we win the lottery. And, and so we use it to mean really wish. I wish I would win the lottery. The biblical idea of hope is expectation. It's, it's, it's an assurance of an outcome. It isn't a wish. It's an expectation and an assurance. So 
So when we say God is our hope, what we mean is that we are assured of an outcome, that we have an, an expectation that his love and faithfulness will accomplish what needs to be accomplished. It also says God is our rock. Now, <clears throat> the word translated uh, here, rock, is also strength or mighty one or even, or even the word beauty. The picture is of stability and safety. Like with last week, the rock that is higher than I from Psalm 61. If your life is built upon the rock, and we looked last week and saw that the rock is Jesus Christ, then your life is stable and your life is secure. Now, it may not always feel like it, but that may be because we sometimes leave the stability of the rock to take our own path. Stay on the rock. It also said God is our salvation. Well, I've said this before as well, but I think we use the word in Christian circles so much that we lose track of the importance of the meaning of this. God is our rescue. He's our help. He's our deliverance. He's our health and welfare. He's our victory. God alone can save us. This psalm shows you what mankind does to us. But it also shows us what God does for us. Because God is for you. And it says God is our stronghold. Now, this word stronghold is, is also translated refuge or high tower, high fort, secure place, retreat. It comes from a root that means height. So the rock that is higher than us from Psalm 61 is represented here as the stronghold. This is a place we cannot reach on our own and we cannot get to without God. A place above the stuff of this world above the lying and the cheating and the tearing down that mankind does to each other. God calls us to a higher place. He calls us to himself, to his stronghold. So what does this say about us? Well, in verse 5, when it, when it says soul, it means it, 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 that word is also translated life or body or mind or heart or will or even desires. So our entire existence has rest in God. Our entire existence has hope and stability and rescue and a secure place in God. He loves you so much that he promises all of this for you and will deliver all of this to you. So what must we do? We must trust in God. This psalm lays out our choices, trusting the lying, cheating, tearing down, attacking mankind, or trusting the hope and stability and rescue and security of God. Which will you choose? It also tells us that we must rest in God. Be still. Be at peace. Wait on God. We need this desperately right now. We need rest for our body, our mind, our heart. We need rest for our desires. We think we need to solve all of these problems that we see every day, but we don't. We don't even know how. We don't need to solve them. We need to trust that God will and rest in him. Now, I see verses 5 and 6 as one important statement, so we're going to look at both of those verses. 
phrase by phrase. Rest in God alone, my soul. Remember, this is essentially listening to God or to David's inner dialogue. Can you tell yourself this? Rest, have peace, cease, wait, be still in God alone. Where do you find your rest? Is it in what mankind can do? Is it in what you can do? Or is it in God alone? Only in God. And again, this, this word soul is, is your whole self, your life, your mind, your, your heart, your will, your desires, your body. Rest everything you have, all that you are, in God alone. For my hope comes from Him. Our assurance, our expectation is for God to move on our behalf. Why? Because he has promised to do exactly that. Look at the history of the people of God in the Old Testament. God moves entire nations for his people. In the New Testament, we see God bringing forth the Savior that we need at a perfect time in history. God moves all of history toward one goal, your salvation to rescue you. So if your hope is in anything or anyone else, a political figure, a doctor, a scientist, a preacher, a family member, anyone or anything else, your hope is misplaced. Only God can move mankind. Only God can move history and nations and anything else he needs to move to rescue you. Your hope must be squarely and only in the God of salvation, in the rock. He alone is my rock and salvation. God alone is stable enough and able to rescue you. No one else, nothing else, not even yourself. Now, I know in a, we're in the western United States, and we talk about standing on our own two feet, pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps, but we cannot save ourselves. You cannot save yourself. We need the rock of salvation. We need the stability of the rock in our life, and we need to be rescued. My stronghold, I will not be shaken. Remember, the stronghold is the rock that is higher than I. It's the place above the cares of this world. It's a place of security. It's a place of safety. And the word shaken here is also translated fall or slip or be removed. So you cannot be removed from God. He will not let you go. He is always ready to hold on when you need strength. He is always ready to give you refuge and stability and security. You cannot get too far away from God to call on him and be rescued. He is always ready. For you. So I have to ask, can you make this your inner dialogue? Can you repeat this to yourself this week to remind you where your strength is? To remind you where your security is? To remind you what you truly hope in? To remind you what your stability is? We need this in our time. Memorize verses 5 and 6 of this psalm. When, and, and when you feel the anxiety and the worry and the fear rising, 
when you when you feel the confusion and 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 everything that's going on in our time and in our world, repeat this to yourself. It worked for David. It'll work for you. Will you trust the rock of salvation? Will you trust God? Will you place your your hope in God alone? I'm going to ask that you pray with me. Father, keep us mindful of this verse, these two verses. Keep us mindful, Father. Let this become our inner dialogue this week, that we continually remind ourselves where our strength is, where our hope is, where our rest is, where we can be above all of the things of this world and be safe and stable. Keep us mindful. Let uh, Again, Father, let this be our inner dialogue this week. I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen.